First of all, an apology from yours truly. As a uh, Lambert sympathizer over the last previous, previous months, I feel I owe you a, a, an apology, the fan base. I was wrong. He is a pretender and it's time that he left. And that's as much as you're going to get out of me. So, welcome back to Talk of the Town, Europe's Town podcast. And if for those who know me, saying sorry is always the hardest words I have to, I have to ever come up with. I hate, I've always hated saying sorry, but there we go. You can watch us on YouTube, you can listen to us on Buzzsprout, Spotify, Podbean, uh, all of those. I want to get straight into tonight. I want to not mess about. I just want to get, you know, I want to show a lot more impetus and a lot more professionalism than those players did last night. And I'm joined to my right by the midfield maestro. How we could have done with somebody like him in midfield yesterday, knocking the ball about Mr. Robbie D. Welcome to this evening's podcast. How are we doing? I'm very well. We are 24 hours or so removed from uh, Portman Road, from Operation Get Beaten by Somebody Else, <laughs> Operation HMS Recover. Pissing this to leave. Uh, I feel I just HMS Titanic comes HMS, to mind. Yes, yeah, me and Neil have said that a couple of times previously. Um, but yes, we're 24 hours removed. And sadly, it's still no, not really any better of a feeling inside the, the pit of my stomach. Don't think it's going to get much How better, to be honest, because uh, it's been. It just feels like, you know, we've a home defeat seems to be worse than... If we lose away, you think, oh, well, you know, anyone can lose away. But when you lose at home to a club that you think is smaller than you, heaven forbid, a club that's got 88 supporters there, fair play to them for travelling all that way. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, but, you know, just, it, just, it just rounds it off, doesn't it? I mean, mm. you know, all, all those years we were, we were thinking we were successful, we were pushing for promotion. Did you ever think we'd be even playing Fleetwood, Oxford, uh, AFC Wimbledon? I mean... No. To be losing at home to some of these teams, it just I just feel like every home defeat is a new low after new low. It is. We've been and through a lot now. You do worry that it's going to get worse before it gets any better. Oh, we've got and some. Uh, we've got some poor teams that say to play. I meant in general. In, well, in a year we or so some, I think we could have worse uh, home defeats than we've already I had. I think so. Uh, normally, I like to think you know, 24 hours is the is the peak of the emotion. You're going to feel the highs, the really high, the lows, the really low, and after 24 hours, you start to really come out of that haze or that or that euphoria. Mm. And things, but such level, level. levels but, off. Yeah. As I said, I'm still not really feeling it. Yesterday, I got home from the football and sat in the car 20 minutes. wasn't even wasn't listening to the radio. Was just sat in the car with the lights <laughs> on, just contemplating life. If I'm honest, um, how we got to this point, how I'd be that right, man there right would, would be feeling right now, because you know we were the one of the chief, the chief instigators of a McCarthy out. And last night was just McCar- was McCarthy esque, but in a in a different league, in, with with different players in, in the same blue and white. Because it, I've seen it too many times to not know what it looks like. It that was, it was went, eleven players not playing for a manager last night. It went the same way. I mean, this is more the atmosphere, really, and the feeling about the place. It was what it felt like. From obviously, I wasn't. No, you were lucky, uh, one of the lucky ones. You weren't. Yeah, there? I, I decided to uh, play football, not play football. football yet. So. Uh, I wasn't there. Sadly, but John Nolan didn't. He just wanted to just watch the game as well. <laughs> Your mate, John Nolan. Um, yeah, I mean, it sounded like, and people have compared it to that game against Hull a few years ago, uh, towards the end of mixed rain, I think it was nil three, where a lot of people yeah, weren't there. Got him in the, yeah, a lot of people weren't there. A lot of people left yeah. after the third. Then you had, uh, um, I don't know how to describe the atmosphere, it was just sar- cynical, sarcastic. Yeah. It, was, it was very much, he's going, it's a case of when. See, my it, was, it, was at the, it sounded like a similar 
It was. Data that night. And, of course, another poor yeah. home defeat on a Tuesday. It was like a graveyard in there, Robbie. It really was. Uh, the fans were waiting. And you just knew if we weren't a goal behind, the place were going to turn. And it didn't go as toxic as I thought it would, I've got to be honest. They stuck, the fans, despite the moaning and the groaning and the, you know, and the jeering, they stuck with the team longer than I anticipated. I think, they, from, from what it sounded, obviously last, uh, I don't know, 10-15 minutes I listened on the radio um, while I was driving and uh, it certainly sounded like until we got to like 87-88 yeah. after the Simpson chance. After that, it's when it sort of started to turn. But I, until that, it seemed yeah. to be fairly steady. Which ironically is, is I'm told, 10 minutes after Evans left. Yes, so I read. I mean... Uh, <laughs> Brilliant, hey? You know, but ultimately, ultimately, with them. ultimately, I think in the end it's good to see that there's still some fight from the crowd because you know we've, we've just it's been discussed a lot of times that people think it's the wrong time to protest or when is the or, first of July I mean you protest against Evans and what we're going to get we're going to be on Barry and all this stuff but in the end we, we had well the the section 6 there had their banners yep. which were quite loud and clear in what they said they absolutely weren't, they weren't, spot on uh, well done to them didn't beat about the bush in their points oh I love it well done the crowd was sort of between Evans out and Lambert out I'm not sure you've heard Evans out to that volume probably no. ever until this point it was no. very much Mick out before and, and, then, was... and then Hurst went without anyone really screaming for it yeah. even though everyone knew it was probably well, coming that was, yeah um, that was almost like this though wasn't it it was inevitable and you were just literally waiting for yeah, the but I don't, to drop. There, there wasn't a lot of people calling for Hurst out. It, had he gone another month, it would have got there. But Evans probably acted quite quickly on that one. Actually, yeah, 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 he did. And you yeah. could argue maybe in retrospect we could have kept him longer. And there but. are rumours that McGrill was there, which we'll get into in a second. Not, mm. you know, but, so, and, we know, and we do know Evans is, sorry, we do know Evans is a bit of a... Cal- when he makes a decision, he makes a decision. You know, I think he, he's one he, of those he that seems sl- to have a man in place before the previous yeah, guys go. He's just slow he? in getting to that decision. There was... Sprinkles of Evans, you're a you know chunt um, in the first half, which he would have heard. But it, it's just a, it's just a shame that there was a player called Ched Evans on the pitch who equally isn't liked up and down the country for certain uh, reasons. We you know we won't go into, but um, you know people uh, people next to me were saying, are we talking about that Evans or our Evans? And I, I said at the time, I think it's our Evans. But you know you can never be too sure. <laughs> I can imagine. Had he just scored as well, you know, I, I, it was even more difficult to decipher. But yeah, I know what you mean. It wasn't the prettiest of games. You talk about hole there. My benchmark for any game is always, and for probably will forever be, Sheffield Wednesday at home. Post Jewel Hutchinson pre McCarthy. Oh, that, that's another disaster. Um, isn't it? One of many. Where and this certainly is no game's ever got that close. Before, but this game certainly was grasping the it's fingertips just, of that game. It's just the feeling helpless and hopeless. Yeah, getting rolled over by a team that hasn't really had to, hasn't really had to do much to turn you no. over at home. Sheffield Wednesday that day. Yeah, no, I they, think uh, they battered us, didn't they? But, oh um, yeah, they I just mean, turned up and just rolled. Even that whole team that that Tuesday night, the same. They, they absolutely destroyed us without being anything good. I mean, this, yeah. these are teams that are like fifteenth, sixteenth in their it's, league. It's disgraceful. Fleetwood are obviously on a good run. And I mean, they didn't. From what from what I saw of the highlights and heard, they didn't give away chances galore. Did they? But I know we could say we didn't play anything, but well, we they weren't. They weren't open. They kind of they yeah. saw it out. But I mean, really. Well, let's quickly. Um, you've really got to be doing better. I mean, Jesus Christ. Well, you have. No, no, you have absolutely. You know, it shouldn't take your eighteen-year-old raw academy striker to create the real first opportunity at goal. Just said to you a minute ago before we came, we came on air. Mm-hmm. You know that Will Keane, for whatever reason, is is the centre point of that team. He's the he's the number nine, the, the centre forward down the middle. Your target man, your yes. goal scorer again. Yeah, he's not a target right? man, but as you said yeah, previously, he's, he's, he's tall he's enough to be. He's the yeah, focal point absolutely. in the middle. He's the man. If we're going to win the game, you're looking to him to provide something, right? Yeah. That's what. Yeah. Whether right or wrong, that's how it is. 
Um, but he comes off at 60 minutes in a must-win game yeah. when we're losing. No problem with that. To, to be replaced by an 18-year-old. For yeah. me, that shows just how bad a situation we're in. Oh, when, when the guy that you're trusting the whole game in is coming off at an hour... Yeah. For a guy that's played 10 minutes of football professionally. Well, this isn't the first time this group of players have quit, though. Let's be honest. They quit on Hurst. They, uh, you know, the Bartos Bilikowski exit interview with the paper revealed a lot, mm. a lot. They, they, he said that the, the squad kind of knew by November time they were getting relegated. You know, to, to a lot of fans, that's, that's quit. This squad has a terrible... The senior players particularly have a terrible habit of not having stomach for the fight. Yeah. And again, you're entering what should have been a, a crucial week. You're having Freddie Sears trotting out there saying you'll know where we are by the, this, uh, by the end of the week. No, I think you we know. will. No, we but, do. And, and, they, and, it's, and it's lifeless and, it, and it's limp. And, you know, we'll, we'll, entirely we'll predictable get straight onto the lineup because there's a lot of things flying around social media. You've said a little bit offline or off air. Um, for me, the, the lineup is one thing. We'll get to that separately. But you are professional football players. And I, all I ask of you is some professionalism. That was not there in the first half. They're not being, for me, I have to say, like, we always say it starts at the top of our club, right? Yep. Well, it has been said and probably it's true. But I think when you get on the pitch, it starts at the top of the team. I don't mean physically, I mean the top, I mean the leader of the team. Yes. I don't know where he is, but he's miles from the player that did lead us to championship playoffs. Unsuccessfully, yes, but he led us. He led us to that. Look, I said, he is miles off it, and oh, gotcha. he's, le- he's leading us into over a cliff. Do you know what I mean? Mm. He showed more passion towards the linesman for getting a, 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 a yeah, throw-in. That's easy showing. No, no, that's no, no, easy no, showing. No, no. I, I can do that. Let me I the do. Sentence. He showed more passion towards the linesman for getting a throw-in wrong than he did the moment we conceded a goal. The moment we conceded, he did what he did at Blackpool. He turned, dropped his head and trunched back to the halfway line. I think, um, he didn't try and get his troops going, didn't try and talk to his young players, didn't try and pick his goalkeeper up. He just turned around, hunched, broken, beaten, defeated. He showed more passion to a linesman over a bloody wrong decision. And my, my brother, who admittedly, you know, he comes along to take my, my nan to the game because she can't drive and, you know, Central Cross Grandad and whatnot. He's, a, he's, you know, he'd probably tell you himself, he's a Leeds fan. He was fuming at Luke Chambers. He was more. He was showing more passion than Luke Chambers was, and he's not even you know really associated with the football club other than being a chauffeur, if you like. Yeah. Luke Chambers gets beaten too often, and too easily. Too, well, far too easily. Uh, I said a couple of weeks ago, this is a player that, if he's honest, someone 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 needs to sit him down and say, Luke, is it not time? Because. He is reaching the end of a career and he is now starting to tarnish what legacy he had at this football club because there's not the love for him that there once was. I seriously don't. I, I believe that hand on heart. I think I think uh, at the moment it's at that point where it's, it's not loud, is it, about him. People, are, people can see what you said. He's, he's not doing now, those things, but you, you don't. I don't see him being. But I'm now he's always criticised, but he's always yeah. been criticised. Yeah. It's a bit like Scooter. So those two players yeah. have always been criticised yeah. back in By me, six, six, seven years ago. Yeah, but the same people are still criticised. But if I but eventually you, it'll get to a point yeah. where it becomes like spread. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, uh, I and I'm seeing more and it more. It would be sad sheets. to see, but but the same extent we've got we've we've got no other captain. We haven't had for seven, eight no. years, and we really need one now. But I'm seeing more and more teams on team sheets online <coughs> with his name not on it, and there's not. There's not quite the, the the hook 
biters that go, where's Luke Chambers? You know, it's almost a, you know, I agree with that now, you know. Yep. And that guy yesterday, it wasn't just Luke Chambers, let's, let's have it right, it wasn't just Luke Chambers no, that thought that opening goal. Um, my friend John Nolan is marking space. He's ball watching. He's he's lost in that midfield. Uh, my friend James Wilson is also equally well out of position for a right-sided centre-half. Thomas Holy, again, doesn't cover himself in any type of glory. Yeah. He really does not. So, you know, the captain is let down by his, by his teammates, but equally he's not leading leading the troops. He's got to bring them up afterwards. Yes. If there's mistakes, he's got to be bringing them up afterwards. That's to get, that is, I just say it again, I feel like I've said it over and over again the whole day. That was a must-win game for us, and we showed no fight for it. What I mean... Because he's always been how many a captain times? that's led by passion, right? He's never it's been a, gone. But he's, exactly. He's never been a captain of the Matt Holland type, where, or Magilton, where he's leading with his ability. Yeah. And he's going to say, right, my mistake, but I'm going to put it right, right, yeah. boom, boom, boom. He's always led by his passion. Personality, and yeah, and, and the alpha male type status. Yeah, we've seen it at Player Awards, even haven't we? Me oh, yourself, yeah. you know, where he is the alpha top dog. We all look to him, you know, no, and that. that goes onto the football field. So when you're all looking at your captain, your captain turns around, looks a broken man, looks like Dante Wilder did in the fourth round. You know, fight over, you know. Yeah. And, and and as players, it's hard to come back from. And we didn't come back for it. No, you know, so, were you expecting us to? Heart of ours. Well, second half, we had a moment, but. Um, you know Brett McGavin hmm. I'm going to give him a special shout out because I think he did fantastically well he did more than Cole Skews has done at any point throughout his tenure at Ipswich Town uh, in the space of 45 I thought it was really tough to go off for the lad I don't think he was scapegoated I think it was a change I don't think I know it was a change of formation um, and he was just the uh, dispensable fella uh, but I just I just can't get my head past that. It's, don't get me wrong, always great to see a young up and coming yeah. player playing his league debut, right? Almost in any circumstance. But for me, that that game yesterday was our season. Right? That's make or break. If we lose it, the season's done. If we win it, we've beaten a rival, we're back in the fold, you yeah. could say. And go on a Saturday, maybe a bit of yeah. momentum, who knows? Do you have to play your strongest no, team? Like like, and for me, he is not in the strongest team because he's never played in the league before. No, see, I like that. If you're good, if you if you if you're good enough, you're old enough. If you're if he's old good enough, enough. If good he's good enough. enough, he stays on for ninety minutes or at least sixty, seventy. You hey. change the system around him. What I was surprised about because I did again. I should probably say you know I did tweet out that I liked this lineup. That I liked this lineup when I thought it was going to be a four at the back. Right, mm. I thought he was going to play Chambers and Wilson central. I just don't see why you played Dinassin in the midfield. Like if you're going to play him, well, straight him right up right back. He yeah, played right back, too. right of a four. You know, easy. That was my biggest issue yesterday with Paul Lambert. Really, was even after a, even you know after a, even after a goal down, you were you, you were playing a back five with a midfield holder because you were asking John Nolan to play a, that screen out after McGavin had gone off a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you're still committing six players to defending Fleetwood Town. Yeah, they're in a good at frame home. of form, but you're at home. You should be asking them questions. And I, you know, that lineup on paper, you, you, you can take the McGavin situation and go, yeah, okay, fair enough. You've got a point. Maybe you've got a point. No, you have got a point, definitely. But why were we playing a back three? And when that back three was Wilson, Chambers, and Earl, why was Wilson not in the stopper role? And Chambers and Earl either side for the underlapping centre half. More, would... more to the point, if you're going to play that game, which with the back three you are, because that's clearly it's going to. Why is Wolfman not there? Well, he hasn't had a. He's, he's had a he's bad not, couple yeah, of games. I'll give you that. He's not had the best time, but it's a game you have to win. Play your absolutely, best players. Absolutely. And um, Jesus Christ, I mean, Garber at the moment, right? I would play Earl ahead of him in that position. Luke Garber is a player Oxford fans warned us about. <sighs> Isn't he not? When, when we signed Luke Garber, we were told by Oxford fans. 
He's okay. Nothing too special. Not really a left back. He couldn't cross the road. Not been funny, but like he's he's gone so far downhill from yeah okay he's still he's still clearly got a very good left foot absolutely but yeah. he's he's so wasteful with it and he overheating under here I just he time after that, even at Blackpool the other day it's just so wasteful yeah. I don't know. at the thing. moment at the moment I would actually probably put Earl in his role ahead of him or Maybe. perhaps Ken Lock but, but that's the thing really he's s- wasteful oh don't say Ken Lock if you say Ken Lock on Facebook my guys you get you get <laughs> I, I made that mistake worse can it get <laughs> well you know but. There's, he's not particularly like that there, is Paul Miles. But I was just surprised that in a back three, you know, when you've played a back three before, Aquit and Stanley at home being a prime example, and Chambers played really well in that, under, in that underlapping centre-half role, yep. why would you then play him in the centre and Wilson on the right? I think we all know that Wilson is not an overlapping centre-half. He's not anything. He's, he's a, a stopper. He's a stopper. He's a straight-up so centre-back. Occasionally he can play out, but you know, that's not what you're asking him to do. It was, all, it was almost... At times, you looked at that team, and it was almost like, "Here's the team sheet, lads. Organise yourself." To a degree, and that's why you know, I just I couldn't believe Dazelle was in there. It actually, really in, well. in some ways, I'm quite pleased that he was because I think he, he, really he can make well. a bit of a difference. Yeah, I mean, you can't have him and none in the same team. Though. The problem is for me. Let's, let's let's get to the point here, right? How many creative, quote, soft players, lightweight players have we got? Too many. That's half our problem. But okay, we've got all these players, right? Lightweight, soft, creative, whatever you want to call them. The problem is we don't create any chances. So why have we got so many soft, creative players? We don't create any chances. Because they, they, they are soft. You know, Bishop comes on, does a couple of nice things, but he's easily pushed off the ball. Easily pushed off the ball. Those for me, is for me, he, he, he could have started Bishop. He's fit enough to start. Go, go at him from the start. Win the yes. game in the first half. You know what? There, there, there is a myth becoming of Teddy Bishop. Why? Because. He don't get me wrong. He can be a good player, and he yeah, does. We only do, see him from the bench from time he to time. Does do good things, but equally there are times when you scratch your head and you think, "Why did you not bring that ball down? Why did you not?" Yeah, make do you not that see? Pass? Do you not see that with Judge, who's far more experienced? Do you not see that? But with, think, actually, Dazelle even. Absolutely, but I think there's a danger that because we don't see Bishop that often, and, and you know he's he's becoming a bit like Father Christmas. We seem so infrequent that these myths and legends are starting to build up around Teddy Bishop about how of a wonderful player he is. Mm. I think I've seen him take over one game throughout his career. That was probably Burrow at home. And when uh, I took around and said he was just, you know, this marvellous player. Outside of that, I can't, even off the bench, I can't think of many games. I know what you mean. Where I, what I mean. thought... He's just another, he, he's he another one of those players that, that doesn't do enough, really. But in the point, my, point, he, my point was... If he was really a cut above, would, would you not expect him to turn more games from the bench than he does? He does yeah, nice I know things. what you mean. I know what you mean. But I know what you mean. But for me, over? for me, none of them change the game from the bench, or even none of them take the game of the scruff the neck in the first place. We've got these players that are there to create things, and they've got no assists or goals to their name. No, they haven't. None of them. Like Judge has probably scored a few goals in his career. I don't know exactly, but and he's scored a couple this season for us. But Bishop, I think, has scored what two in his career, three in his career. Yeah. I mean, Dazelle is two or three. I but would you imagine. see him so infrequently that the myth builds up year on year because you don't see him enough. You only see these glimpses because that's all he ever produces we before he gets down into the midfield is, it doesn't doesn't contribute enough goals doesn't nope. create any chances and, it doesn't do and they don't get in and around the box no, which means don't. for a player like Keane that's already isolated already struggling yeah. heaven forbid he did actually pluck someone out of the sky bring someone out flick someone there's nobody around him anyway of course there isn't so no, he's finally right. losing battle even when he's out of form yeah. I mean and the issue you had yesterday uh, was obviously he was, he was doing everything we've been saying <coughs> in the podcast for several weeks now he was playing up front on his own 
And when the ball, and he was coming back into the gap of midfield, yeah, because he comes looking for the ball, yeah, because, that, because that's his game. That that's his game, isn't it? He's that second striker, play off it. <laughs> second striker's probably been kind, but yes, I know what you mean. But he's not a channel runner. And yesterday we needed a channel runner. We didn't have it, so he was coming short for the ball. And then there was no one playing those channels. No one gets in behind. And it was just being absolutely ridiculously clogged. But Dozel had a couple of nice passes. That was good to see. <coughs> let's, you know, let's move it on now then, because you've mentioned our players there, and, and I think it's, 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 it's very important to say we've spoken about Fleetwood as much as I want to speak about Fleetwood. It was a poor game, but it could, as you messaged me last night and said, what a really poor goal to concede. And as I messaged it's another back, one for the collection, wasn't it? Which game are you looking at? Because it could be any, <coughs> single, any single game this week. No, I know what you mean. Um, so, where. Last nine games, we'll start with this. What do you want to see from the last nine games? We're in League One next year, that's probably a guarantee. Um, well, it's definitely a guarantee. So, what do you want to see? Right, well, for, firstly, I don't see where are we going with with the current manager in this in this way. Well, not, I don't, by the way, I don't see him being sacked this season, he won't but, be sacked. but what about the summer? For me, if you're going to do it now, the season's done and fine, make the right oh. choice for once. Because for me, I think there's some players we've got to have a clear out this summer. We have to, like, and we're going to have to. Yeah. We're going to have to press reset. I think. Get rid of players that are on championship wages. They haven't earned it this season. Get rid of them. Well, they're not on championship wages. Start, are they? You know they, what I mean? Yeah, but they're, yeah, they've had reduced, but they're still on more wages than. Of course, yeah. Players we and we're might have sign, to, aren't we? Because we have got this salary cap. Moment. Good. Get rid of them because, in, uh, frankly, yeah, we're finish even with them. We're going to finish ninth or tenth. How much worse? Yeah, we've got to try and rebuild. Yeah. The thing is, I've seen, and this, and this is this is exactly leading into the, the correct point because I've seen so many names over the course of the last twenty four hours talked about mm. in terms of I'd like John McGrill or Nathan Jones is one of them or Carl Robinson's another one of them. Nothing will ever change at Ipswich Town Football Club until this this club stops going for names and starts going for approaches, right? Yep. We don't ever commit to an approach. We have, we have a five-point plan come out because it's a glitz and glamour five-point plan. It will shut the fans up. It will look great. We then get... do, you not, do you not think, just quickly, sorry, uh, oh, do, yeah, you not, do you not think that the fans see the signs now? Like, you know, all those years ago under, under Mick, we're in the playoffs, right? Comes that January, right? We need to strengthen. We've got to say that wasn't a good move in itself, right? Guess what? That's, it's, that's a loan. Uh, February, March comes. All of a sudden, half your players are on five bookings. Half your booking players are on ten. They're out one, yep, two games. A yep. couple of injuries. You haven't strengthened in January. Shot car out. You go off form. We did it then. We've done it again. Yeah. The, fans, the, yeah. the fans see it coming. Like When you get through January and you haven't invested, you know those injury suspensions so are going to mount up. Riddle me this. So they see it coming and then they see the drop-off and then it gets cynical and then Marcus Evans repeats and comes out with the plan which people completely undermine and doubt him for because it's bullshit most of the time anyway. It's just repeating cycle after cycle. In the end, we've just done it again this year. How could a football team be top in January the 10th or 12th and their season be over on February, what was Saturday, February the 29th? I don't even know what the day was. I think it was 29th, wasn't it? Yeah. Leap year, wasn't it? So, yeah, 29th. Well, how can, they, how can they, we be top in January and the season be over in February? And I hear many people at home in their headphones and in, in watching YouTube screaming away. Head in their hands, probably. But it all can't be placed at Paul Lambert's door. No, certainly not all. Because... Certainly not all, but the problem he's got... It's, and a, it's a squad game, as he's, as he's shown this year. He's, he's not going to be able to get away from... There's going to be a lot of people, which of which we probably know plenty, who are going to say that squad was good enough, and you're not going to get them past that point. No. So they're going to say that he failed, but the squad was good enough. He isn't getting the most out of them. You know, he's not getting the most that he could. Is it four wins in 24? I mean, come it's on. How many good. times... You know, you know for as well as I know that yeah. that is... 
good. If we were in a championship and we'd had four wins out of 24 and he was in charge at the start of the season, we'd be bottom for a start. It, yeah. But he'd have been sacked by Evans because we were going down. This, that is relegation that, yeah. form. And that, that, that's always been my issue with this five-year deal because if, if, if by some imagination we had got promoted this year... And, and and four wins in twenty four would come along next year. Yeah, would he have, would he have sacked him so early into a to fight avoid year? going back down, or would he have just said right? Well, we you know we've got promoted once already. Well, I'll take the hit and go down. He's, ma- he's made he hamstrung a... himself. Yeah, yes. He? he really and truly hamstrung himself, and I don't quite know what Lambert sold him or what he was selling Lambert. But and this is what I mean about committing to an approach because you give a manager a five-year contract you almost are signaling to the footballing world and to the fans we are building a five-year yeah, plan and straight away in january you can't you sell a goalkeeper for nothing yep. for installments he's not a fridge freezer nope. you sell him you sell him for that yeah you've said you have to sell to buy yep we sell we don't buy nope and equally, we don't even get on loan equally you don't send back your loan goalkeeper who's maybe costing <coughs> you a loan fee but and, and say to the fans we don't need a second goalkeeper we've got a young goalkeeper called alan Prizebeck. we are building for the future here five years i promise you in five years it'll be worthwhile we're going to be using Prizebeck as number two we've got simpson coming through dobra starts getting runs again games like nothing is like if i said to you now what have we built for the for next year the answer is nothing because Dobra's not had game time and might not sign a new contract dozel hasn't had game time downs may not be here wolfenden's maybe played himself out of a move happy days maybe <laughs> right but there's, there's not what what have we built for next year so what nothing we've but, gambled so, it on this year and failed but but, 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 we, but we, we've got a manager in a five-year deal right so obviously we had a five-year plan so what is what is plan Two in the year or year two. I, I honestly don't know, but I'm no, sure. I'm sure. In that, I'm sure in that plan they didn't intend to be in League One in the next year. But, but in that case, they had to make moves in January. Like I said on Twitter, mate. Um, you know, it was for me. It was clear we were struggling to score goals, even with Norman Jackson. I was, I was one that's saying you've got to have them in the team if you want to score goals. But even then, we don't score enough goals, yeah. right? Heaven forbid, one's injured, one's suspended. And we're signed, not scoring any goals. But, so we needed a backup striker, someone hungry, young yeah. Premier striker on loan, for Christ's yeah. sake. And the right back situation. I mean, yeah. Cambridge and Young's been injured since like 2014. Yeah. But I mean, Jesus Christ, how long is it going to take? We're going to have the half, three quarters of the season missing your first choice right back because we can't bother doing anything about it. Edwards can play there. Get that Peter Buckle in there, that's what I say. Well, that's what Solid right back. Well, yeah, yeah might say you're a kipper. But, um, you say there they didn't plan on being in League One again next year, mm. but entering January when he signed the deal on around I think it was like twenty eighth of December or whatever it was, the club was in the middle of a blip. Yeah, let's be right. honest, right? For me, that deal coincided with everyone. Remember the question marks? Yeah, people yeah. saying on oh, this yeah. side, not just your side, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, I think it was Lincoln. Yeah, yes, it, it was. was yes. New York, it was Lincoln. Yes, it was. On this side, people are saying, okay, we're struggling, but we're still second. The season's in our own hands. On this side, people are saying, yeah, but we were first with a game in hand and we've dropped 10 points. There was this back and forth, so right? The squad that... wasn't good enough for the championship football then. Yeah, but what I'm so saying, what what I'm saying is. What have they built since then for the championship? That you, but you, could you say that. But what, what, I'm saying, what I'm trying to say, just quickly, what I'm trying to say is that at that point, for me, he got that deal over the line yeah. to answer those questions, to stop this side saying, well, we're slipping off. Yeah. He's going to be here for this duration. Done. That's the end of it. Well, that's lasted till March. Yeah, and this is and you've fed exactly into what I'm saying about committing yeah, right. to an approach because again, people are now clamouring around for Nathan Jones, right? Because he, he's done it at Luton. Forget the fact he absolutely needed a sat nav to find the Stoke dressing room towards the end, but he did it at Luton. John McGrill, who you could argue 
could be should be doing a lot better. Well, with I went, his, I went, his, I went disposal. I went to Colchester last year to watch them play Tranmere. Mm. Norwood uh, popped up with the goal for Tranmere, and they were less than their supporters were less than enjoying his football. Yeah. I think uh, they were. It's the same. It was like it was. It was typical football. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they, yeah. they were. They were lambasting him for playing the wrong players, not getting the best out of his players. Then they were saying he made the subs too late. Yeah. So okay, we know John McGill, sort of legend from our from our side and whatnot. But I mean, he's not. He's not setting the world like Colchester United. No. They're just about around the playoffs exactly. in a league they probably exactly. are big enough to get out of. But the names mentioned, just, they, they just scream like, like, well, like you're just turning the transfer market. Oh, Alan Judge, that's a name that that will please the fans. Oh, Will Keane, that's a name that will please the fans. But actually, in reality, would signing Will Keane on the very last day of the transfer window be best for Ipswich Town moving forward, or would signing? Just to say a name, Josh Mayhew at Stonemarket Town, who scored loads of goals year on year, young striker, fairly young striker. Wouldn't it be better you know, signing him from Stoke Town and saying, do you know what, he might not be good enough for this level, but he might be. We're not, we're not getting... Like, Will Keane's career is, was, 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 was not no point, okay? No one has signed him just thus far, which tells you all it needs to tell you, exactly like signing Jordan Spence halfway through a season because no one signed him like players who are free con- agents normally go because they're good players if they're not not going anywhere they're not great right yep so again isn't signing Nathan Jones a bit like that oh it's a flashy name it looks you mean, good you mean, you mean you were signing a free agent manager is what yeah, you're saying right? it looks good right yes I know what you mean but look at it from a perspective of Right, Nathan Jones. Let's say his his system, his mm-hmm. style mm-hmm. is a four four two with two wingers and a target man. Right. Have we got that at this club? We probably have got two wingers somewhere. Although one's a right back, one's probably in. I'm not asking about how we, you know. I'm talking about have we effective, got a, two effective wingers and a target man at this football club? I'm not sure we have. Right. So straight away, the guy you brought in for the system, you haven't got the players for the system. Is there a club that would go and buy players for the no. play? Well, then, there you go. The, the manager you've signed because his system is supposed to be this... Like, Paul Hurst was a prime example. We brought him in for a system, didn't have players that he felt would fit the system. So oh, he tried well. to create it. Yeah, well, to, to get the players you want, Paul, you've got to sell Waghorn, Garner and ones. Webster. So immediately you've gone backwards to bring players in for a system that might not even be any good at this level. Yeah, absolutely right. right. So can we start looking at it with, with a bit of a future mind and thinking, well, what's our squad got? How do we want to play? And what can we bring in? And then look at a manager. Or do what Blackpool have done. Go to the 23s, see who the top coaches are, because you're going to get younger and you want somebody to be a head coach, not a manager anymore. Because what you're going to do is flood your team with young players, bring young players from non-league, bring your own players through. You want a head coach who's good at coaching, coaching, coaching. And he hasn't got to worry about, you know, oh, Conor Wickham won't come to me this year. You know, because... It's just, it's pie in the sky, mate. You know, I know you mean. I know what you mean. Well, we, we I, I, honestly, honestly, I just don't we know where, where, where we're going. I mean, and that's the thing. The club doesn't either because Paul Lambert's brought in for a style of play. Now people are going to say style of play, but he was right at, at Norwich. He had Wes Houlihan behind a striker. No, I know what you mean. We're not going to get Wes Houlihan to play at this football club. So his system, you could argue, is never going to work. You know, Paul Hurst had a system. You could argue what system. McCarthy even had a system. That's probably the only manager. We've yeah, we, managed, had the, we had the players for him. We've managed to get or had the players in already. I mean, yeah, because he arrived and had Murphy there already. 
You know, yeah, there's your he, lump. He, in, he built the bits and pieces around him. He did. He? He, but he knew, you got to remember, some of these as he knew, we're talking Christoph Berra and whatnot. Yeah. He, he knew the system yes. he wanted to play. He's played it before, so he brought in a couple of lads. Yeah. Uh, what's his face? Um, Stephen Hunt is another one straight Absolutely. out of that moment. You know, and I'm, I, I, I don't like sticking up for Paul Hurst because I re- really wasn't a fan of the bloke. But had we kept hold of a 16 goal striker, uh, you know, forget Webster and forget Garner, but had we kept hold of Waghorn, at least one quality striker. Jesus Christ, Waghorn or Garner would yeah, have done. Maybe his system. And and backed him with by signing Curtis Tilt. Oh yeah, okay. Christ. Maybe his system would have worked. But by get, bringing a manager in, then saying, right, what system do you want to play? Well, I need you know a box to box, John Nolan. I'm I'm going. Bear with me now. Stay with mm-hmm. me. Stay with me with this one. I know he was at the time. Right. I need a strong centre half, Enciala. I need a pacey striker, Jackson. Right. So get those. You just sell. You just sell. Well, who in that squad was sellable? We the sold three them players that were sellable. So immediately you you detracted, and I'm just thinking any manager coming in, any manager, Nathan Jones, John McGrill, Carl Robinson, they've got a system. That system's brilliant when it ain't at your club because their club has done what they need to be done. Yeah. You know, I think Carl Robinson is probably the only money manager that we have a style of player that would probably fit his system. Mm. Not only me, but we need to commit to something. If the five point plan is get younger, bring bring non league players through, then get a manager. That couldn't do that. I think uh, from our side, like I just, I just don't see where we go with Lambert from here personally. We, we, well, but I just, we, I just we don't. don't. I mean, we don't. But on he top stopped. of that, but on, top of, but on top of that, I mean, oh, we've, we've got to get rid of some of the players there. Some of those players have been there too long. They're wearing themselves out. They're wearing us out. Well, there's a lot of players that are contrast. Yeah, I think they'll you be big clear. What worries me is that where do we? Free transfers is our thing, I suppose, isn't it? But we're going to have to really move in the transfer market in free transfer. Exactly. But are we going to spend? Probably not. But this is exactly what I'm saying about how you need to... You need to and Marcus Emmons needs to sit himself down, surround himself by actual football intelligence. You know, you've got plenty of, of, of experience and England captains. And, you know, this club is littered Little with wealth. Mick Mills, Butcher, Burley. Take a look at those, the 12 pillars. Exactly, Matty Holland. You know, these people would sit down with an owner, and they and he he could lean on them. And then you want to go through your squad, your whole club, root and branch, recruitment, data analysis. You've got a bloody director of football called Dave Bone on gardening leave, who's brought up non-league players not even being used, earning the money not even being used. Use that man if you don't want to use him, get rid of him. Yeah. But bring some, but start doing a whole analysis, and then doing what Blackpool have just done recently. Thinking, well, we can't buy players, so in the summer we're going to bring free transfers in and loan players. Well, who's got lo- good connections? Well, I'll tell you who might know a player or two the Liverpool under 23 manager. Well, Jurgen Klopp might want to help his mate out, so in the summer, I wonder if they'll get a couple of Liverpool players on, on the loan. Yeah, I know you, you know, you've got to start looking at it and thinking, right, what <coughs> direction are we going to go in? But can you see it? Can you see it? No, sadly not. No, because for me, we'll he's, do, he's far more likely to bring in Warnock because or what, like that. Well, yeah, because what we what he does is PR, media slogans, catchy phrases. That's all he does. So the right problem, now, the problem is people see through them on the day they're released. They don't now know. they don't know because if he, a lot of people do, and it'll only get worse. So if tomorrow nobody believes nah. people, their crowd is definitely turning. If we woke in. up tomorrow and found New Warnock was suddenly in charge of just town, mm. it'd be a, despite the fact that most of the, cl- the most of the club hounded out Dinosaur One three three years ago, <laughs> they they'd welcome his mate Diplodocus too. <laughs> 
They would. Christ. They would welcome him with open arms. Oh, we've got Neil Warnock. How brilliant. No, nah, but it would be it would be It'd a mistake be because it's not some for the future. Yeah. Like I'm sure he would do a job and sort us out. Yeah, it's would. a given, but at the end of the day, but we need to have something PR. Yeah, Ev- but the PR yeah, people are seeing through it now. Nah. They're not. They are, are they? they are. He's getting he's getting he's getting he's gonna get stuff coming his way now. The rest of the season. You know, people, like I said earlier on, people would be like, oh, it's the wrong time to approach this crucial part in the season. I don't agree with that, but I can at least see where they're coming from. Now, well, what's, oh. this, what's to stop anyone really having a go at him now? Nothing. Don't be wrong. Nothing. Right now, people are seeing through the machine, absolutely. But Evans will put a manager in place that has got the most uh, appeal to the fan base, so it quietens them down for six months to a year. Then he won't invest in the manager again. We'll get the same... We'll get the same Three, but, three but. transfer pillars. I know what you mean. Business done early. No loans. Oh, wait. But have you noticed, right? It'll be last day. At the end of the day, eight loans. we drop down. We drop down now into League One, right? Yeah. So where, out, where, where does it go from there? Well, do we drop down to League Two? No. Do we then just start struggling to stay well, in the Football League? Form, what I mean is, is that, like... Surely he knows that eventually he's got a decent crowd back there. I don't think how, he cares. Yeah, but how much is it going to take for, you know, if we drop down to the bottom of League One, League Two, that crowd will be below 10,000. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, and, and then he will reduce, and this, this is what be my argument, he will just reduce his investment year on year to meet the criteria. So he won't ever put above and beyond. He'll just put, you know, that'll be it. But it can't be good for his name to have a football club challenging for the Premier League go for the Premier League and has or history has been in the Premier League under the previous ownership he's taking it from that to Oyston level no one cares though do they no yeah but in, in the end that can't be good for his no name can it can it no one cares because the, the fans don't make blackball type noises right well they didn't have blackball to start with no, no, it, it, but until fans... It'll get there eventually, if it carries on declining. This, this is what Pe- People like in the championship, it will take relegation. Well, it will get there eventually. It will yeah, get there yeah, it'll eventually. Yeah, it will get there eventually. Yeah, it will be, it'll be Eastern County's 3,000 of us, and it'll eventually be, because there will be 3,000 passionate. You'll get right down to your passionate hardcores, the ones that do want to go, the ones that, you know, it's in... Like yesterday, I was driving home from the game, and there was somebody on there saying how they didn't go, didn't look at the team sheet, blah, 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 because uh, it was like watching a family pet die. Yeah, I get that. But it's in my di- and I sent this to Neil on the way home because Neil was you know very despondent, very upset as as we all were. But I was saying it's, it's in our DNA. Like if that club's at home, but you've got a lot of people that are just there. I can just I can hear people in my ear just going, "Well, do you know what I mean?" But then like that that some people are just that's how some people deal with it. But is some that, people some people yeah, like some that. people earn hard money. Yeah, I get that. Why are they going to plow it in when the clubs that. are taking the piss? I get that. I get that. I feel it. But I just, I'm one of those people, sadly, where it's just in the DNA. No, I know. I'm with you. But I think if you've got, you've got to be home, honest. You've got to be honest. That is how a lot of people feel. Yeah, I know. And that's what I'm saying. So eventually, you'll whittle the fan base down to the ones that it's in their DNA. The ones that, if Ipswich Town, Portman Road is open because they're playing at home, they're there. You know, if they've got the coronavirus they'll still you know and the doctor says you've got 45 minutes to live but well that's half that's one half of football so you know i'm going i'm going to portman road those we'll lose people, that all. yeah but those are people that hell or high water they will be at that football club because they can't resist it no matter how many times you hurt them you can't resist it and i'm one of those people the only way i'm not going to that ground is if i'm in a foreign country because if i'm in if i'm in england even three hours away well, it's only three hours it's only three hours I will be at that ground because that is my football club and it's in my DNA. Until you get down to those people and they're the ones that are left, media won't care because there's no noise. Like last night, there was a murmur. So you get Luke East, 
who gleefully report on it because you know look Norwich and all that they're gleefully reporting on it and you get the local the local newspapers reporting on it but BBC Media haven't picked up on it. BBC Media don't care about it. They'll it was, think, it you was, might get one yeah, article come on, every 12 you, years you, about how yeah, a but look, fallen look, giant, you, but... You, you know that if we... There'll be, there'll be a backlash from this season in the summer, right? People will be pissed off. The season details will go down. Blah, blah, blah. But on top of that, right? It's not... The rest of the season, just gonna, people aren't just going to forget about the fact we've been terrible. We'll see. We'll see. But I think it's going to get... Last night was, thir- was, was for the bottom, like 30 fans and four banners. It's not enough. No, it's not enough. But... Okay. Last night was another another one. If you win it, the season goes the other way, doesn't it? We haven't got any more of those games to me now. We're, no, we're we done. Haven't. We haven't. Whereas it's... now, if we beat Coventry Saturday, we're still done, aren't we? Yeah. No. No. You're right. I just, I just, I can see it a million miles away. It will get a bit toxic towards the end of the season. Then the we're trending will... on. We're trending on Twitter. You saw. So then the, the world, own... the world does know that I think people are not happy. Yeah, it's, not, it's not anyone yeah. complimenting Lambert coming back saying, "Well, this, well, that." So is you, it? Okay. Well, answer me this, right? So let's say Nathan, let's say uh, on, on, on the social media channels, Nathan Tyson becomes the, the front runner. Nathan Tyson, Nathan Jones, Nathan Tyson's a flash, the flashback, right. isn't it? What a player he was. Um, Nathan Jones is the front runner. Evans comes out into the season, dismisses Lambert for poor performance. Probably in July, I'm way too long. Issues another, you know. I'm really sorry. You know, it's gonna be a different now, right? Nathan Jones takes over. Mm-hmm. Then the fans will be quiet. Well, because they'll see how it goes. But then, but the, but you'll get the same rinse and repeat. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, but he the, always yeah, but acts with PR. I know what mind. you mean. I know what you mean. And people, but we're we're a football club that will give a manager a chance, right? Any manager, yeah. even Paul Lambert, who effectively got Norwich from wherever to wherever, a chance. I mean, that says it all. But, but what cost- what I'm saying is, every time a manager goes, each time, more and more people turn at Evans. First time it was it was it was Mick, right? But let's think about it, right? Jill was the problem. Yeah. Keem was the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Mick yeah, was the there, problem. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Jewel was the problem. Mick was the problem. Ben Hurst. Hurst was the problem. He was a problem. And finally, we got to Lambert, and now people are split whether it's the manager or the owner. Finally. Finally. So you think next time, Manager X comes in mm. after Lambert, same thing happens. More yeah. people turn towards Evans because it's, it's turning. Yeah. We were a club that, you got to remember, had Robson for how many years? I don't know, 13 mm. years, 14 years? Then we had the next manager for another four or five years and we had Burley for six, seven years. We don't change managers every season. If we no. start doing that, no. Marcus Evans' list of managers, the, the list of managers goes from here, from this point to his ownership and his, his ownership managers go down here. No, I, it's I, gonna, it's people will turn on him because they're going to realise that yeah. he is it. the lowest common denominator. Yeah, I get it. I just, I, it's just what, what you're, I get what you're saying and you're absolutely right. You're I right. just think each manager that goes, more people will turn on him. Absolutely. Maybe uh, it, maybe it's a, a small percentage, but each time yeah. more, eventually, no. it'll be everyone. Absolutely. Agree with you, 100%. I just think it's not a question of if, uh, when, question of not a question of if, question of when, because you're not actually doing anything but superficial changes. This football club needs the fans to actually... Yeah, and especially the, the more in, uh, intelligent fans. And that, what I mean by that is the fans that are actually, you know, involved with the club or attend on the 23s and, and you know, and all this different stuff. Who, you know, are also involved in wider football. It's going to take those fans to actually say, do you know what? We don't just need a superficial change this time. We need to really push our owner for real change. And I'm talking the whole shabudal. Otherwise, it'll be, whoever comes in as manager. You're just going to set them up to fail because they're going to come in with the same PR slogans of early business, no loans, etc. And then Evans will... It's just endless bullshit. It's the same. But every, I reckon if you did a Google search, every single manager between Magilton, 
Tanau has said the same thing at the start of every single year. In the end, every single year, the budget is zero. In the end, it's football. Football is now a business. Every successful club in football Mm. has had investment to get to that point, whether it's not big or whether it's huge. Even Fleetwood have, you know, got a ground. They've had investment to get to where they are. Mm. Even Fleetwood, right? Christ, I mean, it's it's not going to end until somehow he puts us on an upward trend by having some investment for me. It's never going to end. You don't need investment. You do need investment. I'd love investment, don't be wrong. But, but we're not going to help. It's football now. This this summer, the good players from the championship, I'll use that term very loosely, the good players from the championship are probably going to leave, right? Or be sold yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right, so then what? We haven't got any championship players, you'd say, right? So therefore, we're at League 1, League 2 players. Mm-hmm. So we need to get the best players from League 1 and League 2 to get promoted to the Championship. But if he doesn't invest in those best players from League 1 and League 2, then where are the players going to come from? The conference, the bottom of League 2? And all of a sudden, we're then a League 1 team. This one's in this a, a, I mean, a completely League 1 at best team. But you're not going to get... Unless he invests, we are not going to go anywhere. And he can he ne- invest. Well, yeah, of course he can. He could have done it years ago. He could have done it. This season, we'd have been over the line and we're on an upward trend. It's because we get the, $9 million coming to bank. It's just and then the, he's got know. a reason to invest because yeah. he's got a return. He's never got us promoted. No. He's never had a return off that club. You know that? No, never. No, oh, no. Apart from selling. But no. obviously, he's never got us promoted. But what, and I agree with you. I completely agree with you. But he's not invested previously he's not going to start investing now which is why I need that's why I say it's what I'm you saying don't now. need investment you but need now, an approach but now the investment is so much smaller than you needed before in the championship to give them out to the Premier League you need players at 5 million you need your Waghorns your Websters yeah. right 5 million 7 million a Sombolonga 8 million yeah. 15 million yeah, that's yeah. what you need to get promoted out of the championship yeah, yeah. League one. But this is you, need, you need Joe Blogs from for a million and a half. Do you know what I mean? It's not difficult. So, so what? So when you haven't got the investment, what do you, what what do you do? Do you go if you, if you, if you go younger, you surely go for a trainer. Which is what I was saying a second ago. I think I think you have to follow the model model of Coventry. In, forget their owner. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they have. They've got no ground for Christ's sake. <laughs> but what they've done is they've got they're very good from the championship. One by one, the players have all gone. Mm-hmm. They've now got either I'm guessing three players, the best from League Two, and they're uh, they're probably their academy. They've got a strong academy, yeah. I believe, right? And look at them. They've managed to somehow put together a team. But they've hit reset. And how many years? When did we go to Coventry away? 2012. Yeah. So it's taking them 11, se- what probably seven years get back to their strongest point now now and you'd say probably they'll go up right maybe yeah yeah, yeah probably. they're in the strongest position they've been in that time but that's how long it might take yeah oh yeah definitely but it but it, it will take twice as long at Portman Road because we're not this is what I'm saying we're not committing to an approach yeah but I'm sure neither would they you to know. start with they're a mess of a club but somehow yeah finally but if you're gonna they've go found for, a way haven't they you know if you haven't said right okay I'll start investing then you don't then Nathan Jones is fine but if you're gonna go free transfers do you need a, con- a, a connected manager player a manager who's been there done it got a number of contacts a McCarthy type because he knew a lot of people so he could bring a lot of people Berra for example in or you think about younger you bring a coach in you bring a you know a coach a coach that's been around you know, rather than the maybe you promote around. Gerard Nash from the under 23s who's who's already a proven coach you know somebody who can train young players up and you bring somebody in with a bit more experience as a number two you know but you need to commit to an approach and I don't think investment's one of them. So what is it? What is it? Either A or is it either B? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you're, maybe you're right. But for me, I just don't. Unless we're willing to reset and stay there and really like bit by bit take the club apart, put it back together like an engine or something. It's what needs to happen? But that's going to take a long time. Fine. But ultimately, if you keep doing the whole, you know, right, Nathan Jones, then he's not going to work because he's not going to get the players we need. Then John McGrill, same thing. It's going to be, it's going to be a cycle. Rinse, repeat. Rinse, repeat. Rinse, repeat. Rinse, repeat. And every time, Evans will say, and say he's learned from his mistakes. He's so sorry. 
here's the, here's, here's the manager, the, the, the latest Twitter I think poll. So, somehow, you, somehow you need to find a way to have some kind of progress. Even if like we finish 10th next season, just say we go and get, oh no, let's say we go and get Joey Barton. Right? Argument's sake. Talking right? well, talk, talk yeah. well about the club. Mm. Maybe he's put himself in the shop window. I don't know. Right? Maybe. Argument's sake him. No saying it should be him, but just say. Right? Mm-hmm. Sort of a progress. Let's say we finished third, we lost in the playoffs or something. That is progress on this season. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. That would be something. Do you know what I mean? Like we we are grasping at straws here. The exact same position, but bringing three more youngsters through would be progress, in my opinion. You know. Yeah, but that's that's what we're talking about. But I think if you if you see some kind of upwardy mobile, we have been negative about our football team. Yeah. Saying to the other lot, we went to Blackpool. All we do every game away game is you, we drive up to some shithole, take the piss out of our football team all the way there. When we're there, we lose, and we do all the same back again <laughs> every single time. Yep. And every single time, the football team delivers the reason why you've been giving them shit in the first place. It's endless. We've been so negative about a football team for eight, nine years, really. Okay. So finish on a positive. Give me a score <sighs> prediction for Coventry. <laughs> I don't know, really. I really don't know. I mean, we've seen, Co- we've seen Coventry a couple of times this season, right? So At no point did they blow us away. No, well, we, we, we were a different team back then. Probably so. We were a team that was I down in I, I think, to be honest, mate, I think we'll lose 1-0. Yeah, I agree. Because I don't think they, they're not a team that blows people away, but they do get the job done. I agree. Where will Dobra start? I would definitely start him because he, he's got something not, different. Not with you starting, would Paul Lamb start? Well, well look Lamb. at this. For me, for me, I said, I know we don't agree on this, but I know I said on Twitter that there was a desperate team last night. And the way he made the changes, it was out of the blue. You didn't see that coming, neither did anyone else. We saw bits of it. Mick Mills was Neil. slating him on the radio for plucking players out of the abyss. So, based on that theory, that anything's possible, then yeah, he could start. He loves a surprise or two, doesn't he? I think Dobra is, is is a worthy surprise. That's what we're trying Definitely. to say. See yourself. I don't know. Mic yeah. drop, mic drop, innit? That's the exact same uh, leading out that Neil did the other day, decide. Decide. Oh, it's just side. 